0: To church this morning. It's been a difficult last 24 hours, hasn't it? It's been a difficult last year as we come towards the end of it. But this morning we have the chance again to lift our eyes to the King, to hear about God's promised King Jesus coming. A King who, as our first carol says, brings us joy, joy to the world, joy in all circumstances. So I'm going to begin by praying, and then we're going to have our first song. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you this morning for King Jesus. Thank you that we have a chance now to hear about him, about how he came to earth to rescue people like us, to bring us into a relationship with you. Father, please fill our hearts with joy this morning because of the good news about your son, King Jesus. And we ask it in his name. Amen. When the music starts, please stand up and sing. Don't sing. Brilliant. Do take a seat. Well, we, we keep saying it, don't we? But this has got to be one of the most unusual, uh, unexpected Christmases that we've ever had. There's so many things that we would have normally spent our time doing this time of year are just very different. Uh, Christmas parties on Zoom, carol services where you can't sing. It's all a bit strange, all a bit unusual. However, there is just one thing that we can keep doing, uh, even in a lockdown Christmas. And that is watch plenty of Christmas films. I don't know if you're a a big Christmas film fan. I love a good Christmas film. We've watched uh, a fair few over the past few weeks. Uh, My all-time favourite Christmas film, I think... Uh, is Home Alone. Home Alone is the best one. Um, just, we're going to do a bit of talking this morning. Just um, with the people that you've come with, uh, talk about your favourite Christmas film and why. Kids, tell your parents, favourite Christmas film, what is it, why do you love it so much? For 30 seconds, uh, talk about that. That's what you're going to get. Uh, any, any other hands up for Home Alone? Home Alone's a favourite? Yes, good, good, good. Uh, Arthur Christmas, there was a few in the last service for Arthur Christmas. Uh, a couple. <laughs> what was that called? Oh, don't shout out again. The, uh, the uh, Elf? Elf, yes, a couple of Elf, great. Uh, we love Christmas films. I asked the adventurers to tell us their favourite Christmas films, and we're going to see what they have to say now. Happy day, sing for joy. Christmas. Hello, adventures. <laughs> gladness all the earth, all the earth. To us the sun is given. He leaves his throne. Nativity, our oh, Christmas, Christmas chronicles. Happy, happy day. Going home, my love. my love. My favorite Christmas. Video is my Christmas video is frozen. of oh, Christmas. Frozen. Because it's Christmas. And um, because the bit when he um sings in jail. My favourite film is Frozen. And that's frozen 2, the normal one. Yeah. And that's why I'm dressed as Elsa. Because that's Dr. Snow. Because um, this language, um, the goes and because the evergreen knocks the because um he puts silly traps and they always hurt themselves. <laughs> because it has her dress and her crown. And um, nativity. My one I did at school. The star. It's a happy, happy day. Sing for Joy Christmas. My favourite characters in Frozen are Elsa and Anna and Olaf and Christopher and Sphinx. Babe Jesus and Mary because it's got Mr. Poppy. K- 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 <laughs> the elves. He says. Ugh! <laughs> when they always get here and it's super funny. <laughs> I like that. The angels? <coughs> I like that bit so much because um, it's on the water and I would like to be go on a water horse one day when I grow up into an adult. So we go to the hospital and see a real baby? Anymore. And because I made it like, I made it up, Like and I was in it. Elsa. Bo. He's the donkey. E o e o e o. Max, what does the donkey say? E o e o e o. Elsa, because (laughs) he. Because he gets all of the snow. The day uh, I don't know. Hmm? I what it was. You can't remember? No, I don't I Christmas. Bye! Should we give the Adventurers a round of applause? <laughs> the uh, the, the Adventurers clearly love watching Christmas films, I love watching Christmas films, and, and if you've watched as many as I have, you might have noticed that, that basically every Christmas film has three things in common. Every Christmas film starts off with a big problem, something going wrong. And then every Christmas film, it goes on to have this unexpected hero come to save the day. And every good Christmas film ends with a total transformation, some sort of epic ending where Christmas is saved. And, and the really interesting thing is that, well, actually, the Bible is quite a lot like a good Christmas film. The Bible tells us about a really big problem. It tells us about an unexpected hero, and it ends with a total transformation. And so for the rest of our time this morning, we're going to think about those three things. And we're going to think about how they show us what Christmas is really all about. So first I want us to think about the really big problem. Like I said, uh, and some of you said, my favorite Christmas film is Home Alone. And in Home Alone, if you've seen it, the main character, Kevin, uh, has a really big problem. You see, Kevin, he he decides that, that he doesn't really want or need his family anymore. He has the brilliant idea that things would just be much better, much more fun if he was in charge, if he made the rules, if he ruled the house. And so he wishes, doesn't he, that his family would just disappear. And if you've seen the film... You'll know that's exactly what happens. Kevin's family, they they go off on holiday and they've got so many children that they accidentally leave Kevin behind. They leave him at home. And and when Kevin wakes up and realizes this, he thinks, this is amazing. I've got the house to myself. It's Christmas. I can do what I like. This is wonderful. But then things start to go wrong. And he soon realizes that he actually has a really big problem. And something very similar happens right at the start of the Bible. Right at the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says this. You can see it on the screen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Bible tells us quite simply and plainly that in the beginning, God made absolutely everything. Everything you can think of, God made it. And when he made it, he he made it good. In fact, he made it very good. Adam and Eve, the first people, lived in God's very good creation, and God said to them, look, go and enjoy it. Enjoy it, it's all yours, I've made it for you, enjoy it. There's just one exception, one one rule, and that was that there was a, a tree in the middle of the garden. And God said to Adam and Eve, look, don't eat from that tree. Don't go to that one, because if you eat from that tree, you'll die. And so that was the situation in the beginning. And it was good, it was very good. But then things start to go wrong. In Genesis chapter 3, Satan arrives and he's, he's disguised as a snake. And he starts to attack Adam and Eve by telling lies to them about God. He says things like, did God... Really, say that you can't eat from any of the trees in the garden? No, no, you've got it all wrong. You won't die. You'll be like God if you eat from that tree. Satan tells lies about God, and, and Adam and Eve, will, they listen. They listen to Satan rather than God, and so they, they take and they eat the fruit. God is the, the good king of the whole world. But Adam and Eve don't care. They don't want to listen to him. They want to be in charge. They, they want to make the rules. They want to be king. And the Bible says that people have been doing the same thing ever since. Just like Kevin in Home Alone, we've all decided in our wisdom that life would be better off if we were in charge. It would be so much more fun if we made the rules. And so we've rejected God and tried to make ourselves king. And that rejection, that rebellion, that's what the Bible calls sin. And sin is a really big problem. It's a big problem because, well, because we're not meant to be in charge. God is. And when we reject God, well, that's when everything starts to go wrong. When we reject God, we, we make a mess of our own lives. We make a mess of our relationships. We make a mess of our world. It, it all goes wrong because of sin. But it's worse than that. Because if God is the true king, the, the rightful king, well, then what we've done is just try to kick the king off of his crown, off of his throne. We, we've tried to, to steal his crown. And we know, don't we, that that's... Never a good idea. In fact, God says, no, no, you you can't do that and get away with it. Our rejection of God, our rebellion against him, it it deserves his anger. It deserves death. And so you see, we have this big problem. We're all guilty of sin. We're, We're all rebels. And so we all deserve God's punishment we have a big problem, which means what we need more than anything else, what we need more than anything in the whole world this Christmas time, is a hero. What we need is a a rescuer, someone to come and save us from this big problem of sin. And the wonderful news of the Bible is that there is a hero. There is a rescuer, and we're going to find out more about him a little bit later on. But like I said earlier on, We're going to have a bit of time talking, and hopefully, kids, if you've got one of these big sheets in front of you, um, there's some questions on there, and they're also going to come up on the screen if you're watching online, or if you don't have a sheet. A couple of questions just for a minute to talk about, or to think about yourself. What are some of the big problems in the world today? Should be a quick answer for some. What are some of the big problems in the world today? And then why do you think sin is the biggest problem? Talk or think about that just for a minute or so now. Great, carry on talking about that question later on, because we're going to have another one of our songs now. And this one, this carol, is all about the arrival of this rescuer, of this hero. So kids, again, listen carefully to the words. See if you can spot who the carol says the rescuer, the hero is. We're going to stand as the music starts. Do you take a seat? Well, like I said at the beginning, this is not the Christmas we expected, and it comes at the end of a year that we definitely didn't expect. It's been a strange year, and Fusion have produced a video reminding us just how strange it's been, which we're going to watch now. 2020 was full of surprises. Lockdown one and then reprises. Our social lives saw their demises. We weren't expecting that. Toilet rolls in shops run low. One-way systems make things slow. At least the shops somewhere to go. We weren't expecting that. Homeschool chaos at the kitchen table. House a mess of screens <laughs> and cables. Year four maths? My dad's not able. We weren't expecting that. Rainbow up on every street Doorstep clapping Neighbours meet Captain Tom got weary feet We weren't expecting that Learning to do it all on Zoom Granny's sorting Breakout rooms The meeting host will let you in soon You're on mute Oh sorry <laughs> We weren't expecting that and mask All our faces Try to leave two meters spaces. research trials and vaccine races. You we weren't expecting that. This year, Christmas will be weird. Households bubbled, regions teared. Still, there is reason to be cheered. We weren't expecting that. God himself has come to earth, created, given mortal birth. He gave up all that heaven's worth. We weren't expecting that. Jesus knows our joy's and pain. And one day he will come again. No more COVID when he reigns. Will you live expecting that? Give me a round of applause. (laughs) This is a Christmas that is full of surprises. And as the poem said, nothing though compares to the surprise of that first Christmas. uh, The surprise of God come to earth. As a baby. And that takes us to the next part of the story that I want us to think about this morning, and that is the unexpected hero. The unexpected hero, again, just for 30 seconds, think or talk about this question. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Any superpower, what would it be and why? 30 seconds, go for it. Great, that's all you get. So, We've seen, haven't we, that every, every Christmas film begins with uh, a really big problem. And we're going to see now that every good Christmas film has a hero, It's uh, someone that comes in and saves Christmas. Uh, but the thing about Christmas heroes is that well, they're never the kind of person you'd expect, are they? Uh, some of us said that our favourite film was Arthur Christmas. And if you've seen that, then you know that that Arthur is the most unlikely, unexpected hero going. Uh, he's the guy that, that always gets things wrong. He, he trips over his own feet. He, he's clumsy. He, he just doesn't look like much of a hero. Uh, Christmas films always have unexpected heroes. And again, the Bible is just the same. The Bible says that there, there is a rescuer. Uh, there is a hero who can save us from the big problem of our sin. It's just not who you might expect. And so around 2,000 years ago, an angel came to a man called Joseph in a dream. Just listen to what the angel said to this man. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. The rescuer, the, the hero the Bible tells us about, is a baby. A, a baby born to a teenage girl, a baby born in a barn, laid in an animal's feeding trough, in a, in a small town that no one's heard about or cares about. A, a baby who, who really, frankly, seems like nothing. You wouldn't notice them if you saw them, but... But did you notice what the baby will be called? She'll give birth to a son, and you ought to give him the name Jesus. Why Jesus? Why not John or Jeremy? Well, because Jesus means God saves. That's what the angel says. He will save his people from their sins. This little baby is the rescuer. He is the unexpected hero. He is the one who will come to save us from our big problem of sin. And we're not going to do this this morning, but if we carried on reading in in Matthew's Gospel, we'd see that that this little baby, he grew up into a man. A man who, who did and said some things that no one has ever done or said before or since. A man who walked on water. A man who healed the sick with just his words. A man who spoke and the storm stopped. This is a remarkable man. And if you carried on reading, well, eventually you'd see that this man winds up dead on a Roman cross. Jesus, in the end, is put on the cross and it, it looks like the hero has failed. A bit like that moment in a, in a film, you know, when it all just seems to go wrong for the good guy. It it all just seems to fall apart. That's what's going on with Jesus. It looks like it's all fallen apart. It looks like it's all gone wrong. The hero has been beaten. He's dead. He's, He's buried. But then wonderfully, three days later, Jesus bursts out of the tomb and he shows the world that he is not beaten. He's not a failure. He's not all washed up. No, he is God's rescuer. His death was not a failure, it was his rescue plan. Because Jesus is the unexpected hero who comes to rescue in such an unexpected way, to to take the punishment we deserve by dying on a cross, so that we could be forgiven by God, so that we could be welcomed into a relationship with the God who made us and who loves us. And so you see, this This baby born in a barn, this baby we have on the front of our Christmas cards at this time of year, he is God's unexpected hero. He is the one who's come to save us from the big problem of our sin. But that's not the end of the story. Because, like every good Christmas film, the Bible ends with a total transformation, an epic ending, which we're going to see in just a few minutes. But some more questions are going to come up on the screen and are on your sheet. Uh, These questions, think or talk about these questions for a minute or two. Who are the rescuers in the world today? They can be real or fake superheroes or real people. Who are the rescuers you can think of? And why is Jesus the greatest rescuer of all? Talk about that for just a minute or so. Again, it'd be great to carry on those conversations a little bit later on. We're going to have another song now. And this song, it might be new to some of us, but again, just listen to the words and listen to what they say about this unexpected hero. The song's called, Who Would Have Dreamed? Who Would Have Dreamed of a rescue plan like this, a rescuer like this? We're going to have the song, Please Stand Where the Music Starts. Well, every good Christmas film begins with a, a big problem. Every good Christmas film has an unexpected hero. And the last thing I want us to think about this morning is that that every good Christmas film ends with a a total transformation. An ending where Christmas is saved and everything is put right and all is well in the world. That's what happens in another one of my all-time favorite Christmas films, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. I love the Muppets. I'd watch the Muppet version of basically any film... And in A Muppet's Christmas Carol, at the beginning, we meet a man called Ebenezer Scrooge. And if you've seen it, you know that Ebenezer Scrooge, well, he's an interesting character. It's so interesting that I thought I'd um, invite him to join us this morning. Uh, only a few days before Christmas, and we've got the joy of uh, Mr. Mr. Scrooge. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Oh, humbug. Great. can see you're in a good mood this morning. morning. Um, how, how are you feeling? How are you doing this morning? Grumpy, irritable, disappointed. I'm disappointed Dave Moss isn't here to play this role. <laughs> I'm disappointed about yesterday. I'm disappointed about not being as disappointed as I normally am with people being happy around me. Brilliant. So, so, so feeling good. Um, only, only five more sleeps though till Christmas. Pretty, pretty exciting, right? Travesty. Pa- Oh. Shouldn't be doing Christmas. Uh, Nothing to be happy about. And everyone should stop it. Oh, I, oh uh, okay. Well, um, well okay, at least you get presents. You must have bought some presents for people. That, that, that's, that's kind of the done thing. Only a humbug and a lump of coal. Last year it was two lumps of coal. <laughs> this year it's just one lump of coal. Difficult time. And they should be grateful. Yeah, uh, yeah, hard, hard times. One lump of coal. Okay, well, um, kids, as you can see, Mr. Scrooge, he, hes not there. He's not the nicest of people, is he? He's a bit miserable at the start of the story. He's a bit grumpy, uh, a bit mean. Um, those are all compliments, I think, to him. But uh, then, in in the story, something amazing happens, doesn't it? Uh, through a, a series of strange, unusual events, Scrooge begins to change. Uh, and I want to say that. That Charles Dickens gets to take a whole book to describe the transformation. We've got about 20 seconds this morning. So, so Mr. Scrooge, if you don't mind just heading into our uh, transformation box, that'd be great. Um, Mr. Scrooge heads into the transformation box and, and, you know, he begins mean, he begins grumpy. The Muppets even sing this song about him. They say, there goes Mr. Humbug, there goes Mr. Grimm. If they had a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. There goes Mr. Heartless. There goes Mr. Cruel. He never gives. He only takes. He lets his anger rule. Scrooge is a, a mean, nasty, you can tell that I'm just, just trying to give him some time, um, mean and nasty man. Um, he's horrible. But then, you know, he's completely changed. He, he really quickly transforms into somebody very different. And here he is. Mr. Scrooge comes out just like that, filled with Christmas joy. <laughs> That's they're great. Thank you, Mr. Scrooge. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Mr. Scrooge is totally transformed in the story. Uh, he's, he's full of kindness, full of generosity, full of love by the end. And that's because the Christmas carol, the Muppets Christmas carol, or the more sophisticated version, uh, is a story about transformation. A story where Christmas is saved. And again, the Bible is just the same. Not in the sense of a a cheesy Christmas ending where everyone holds hands and sings around a Christmas tree. But in the sense that that, that it ends with everything put right. All the problems in the world fixed, people transformed, the world made as God intended it to be, made right again. And so just listen to the words that come at the very end of the Bible, in the book of Revelation. They say this, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God." He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down. For these words are trustworthy and true. The Bible has an ending that beats all endings. Jesus, the unexpected hero, will come again, just as he did that first Christmas, except this time he's not coming as a baby. No, this time he's coming as the king of the whole world. This time he's not coming to die on a cross. No, he's coming to make everything new. Jesus will come back, and he will transform the world forever and did you hear what that world will be like it said that there'll be no more death no more disease no more covid there'll be no more pain no more crying no more broken relationships no more sin or sickness or suffering all of that will be gone because king jesus will make everything new and best of all god will be with his people He will live with them forever. The God who made us, the God who knows us and loves us and has given us life and everything that we enjoy, the God who we have rejected, but that sent his son to save us, that God will be with his people forever. And so what an amazing ending we can look forward to. We can remember this Christmas if we have trusted in King Jesus. I really do hope that that you enjoy watching Christmas films. I think we're going to be indoors a little bit more than we planned, so there'll be plenty of films to watch. I hope you enjoy watching them, but as you do, let them remind you of the greatest story ever told. That Jesus, the unexpected hero, came to earth to rescue us from the big problem of our sin. And that one day he will come back. One day he will return. And when he does, he will totally transform this world forever. It is an amazing story. And one that we can be part of if we trust in him. We're going to have our final song in just a moment. But the last question is going to come up on the screen to talk about for 30 seconds. What are you excited about this Christmas? I know it's a difficult Christmas, but what are you excited about, and, and why is Jesus coming back even better? Why is Jesus coming back the most exciting thing you could possibly imagine? We'll talk about that for 30 seconds before we have our song. Kids, those, those sheets would be great to take home mm. and to keep talking about uh, over lunch today or, or this week, to keep, keep chatting, keep thinking about those three things, the big problem Uh, the unexpected hero, and the total transformation. That is what Christmas is all about. We're going to have our last song now. It's It's a song with new words set to a familiar tune, and it's a song that tells the story of this unlikely hero, this King Jesus. So when the music starts, let's stand together and sing. Oh, don't sing. Keep forgetting that. Stand up.